Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, this is Pia Baranchini, and welcome to Everything is the Best, the podcast where I get vulnerable and make others do it with me. The goal here is to deep dive into interesting people's journeys, finding common denominators, and hopefully making you feel not so alone. So let's laugh, let's cry, and let's get inspired to live our best lives. Hello, my darling. Topsy is a really special person. In this episode, she tells us about her background, a lot of it being in social work and various types of therapy. But now she does something brilliant. She's a mindset and emotional intelligence coach, specifically giving entrepreneurs the tools necessary to navigate their work, life, relationships, and happiness. She believes many entrepreneurs are business rich and relationship poor. So I use this opportunity to get myself a bit of therapy. And I have to say, I've never felt so seen so quickly. I've seen a good amount of therapists in my life and Topsy is just, I don't know, she just gets it. She's a people person in the truest sense of the term. She's just so special. It's a gift, really, what she has. And I'm so happy that she has a new podcast with our Dear Media Network called Crush the Mindset. And I also highly recommend you follow her on Instagram because it is full of advice. Just free, beautiful advice. All right. I'm going to let this episode start, but enjoy. But also before we get into this, can you give a little bit of background about how you got into what you're doing, please? Yes, of course. So I am Topsy, Topsy Bannenbosch. I am a mindset. Wait, what an epic name. Well, first of all, thank you. It's regal and fun. Oh my God. (laughs) Regal? Your last name? Yeah. You think you think it's regal? I've never been called a compliment before. Oh, of course. Oh my Vander God, thank Bosch? you. Yeah, so it's Vandenbosch. It's um, Vandenbosch? Dutch. Yes, it's yeah, it Dutch. sounds rich. Oh my God. <laughs> you know what? Because I'm a rich ass bitch. That's what I am. I'm a rich bitch. So my, my husband's Dutch and Italian. So that's where the Vandenbosch comes uh-huh. from. I'm West African. So I'm Nigerian. So my real first name, this is fun. I'm sure your audience will love this. My real first name is Tami Tope. 
So it's spelled, yeah, Tammy Tope. So T-E-M-I-T-O-P-E. But, you know, Americans fuck all kinds of names up. So they call me Tomatope. They called me, they've called me, you can laugh, girl. They call me Tomatope. They've called me Tomato. They've called me Temperature. I mean, it is just. (laughs) My husband's name is Davide. It's just David with an E. And you know what? That's impossible. Well, because I would look at it and think David. Yeah. So it's David or Davida. I don't know. That's a. I, he's had people just say, give it up and be David. No, they have not. Mm-hmm. That's fucking rude. That rude. is so, it's so really fucking rude. rude. So fucking Where rude. did you grow? Did you grow up in California? No, actually, I'm a transplant. But you would think, you would think you guys are going to laugh. Like, literally, I moved. <laughs> we moved to California during the pandemic. So we moved here last September. So I am very much a transplant. We moved here from Michigan. So uh, we... Go blue. Uh, go Go green, go white. <laughs> Wrong team. <laughs> um, we moved here from Michigan and we've always wanted to live in California, like always. And I think the pandemic really, I mean, I think just like along with most of America, it really made us really look at like, what do we really care about? What do we, what do we value? And then the hospital system my husband worked for, like they laid off like 42 doctors, like something crazy no. like that. Yes, doctors during the pandemic. And I mean, it was it was wild because I don't think anyone was expecting for doctors to be on the chopping block. It wow. was wild. It was wild. Like That's there were surgeons horrible. that got laid off, like a lot of, it was horrible. And so it came out of nowhere. So um, my husband um, ended up transitioning into entrepreneurship after that. But we owned a house. We had like a three bedroom, two and a half bath pool. We were living the life, y'all. Like I Michigan had just had money. A, Michigan money. Yo, like my fucking mortgage was like, I mean, don't even tell me. Yeah. Like what? Like 1200. No. (laughs) (laughs) 1200, like literally living the life. But swore swore that I was spending so much money. Like I was just so dramatic. And so we ended up packing up shop, moving here within like, we sold our house. I think our house took like a day or two to sell. Like it was stupid. The market was crazy. Because people from California were like, I'm moving to Michigan. Oh, I, so many people <laughs> fucking up and up. And so we've been here, but you would think that I'm not even from Michigan anymore. I'm the worst. Like I moved here and I, I literally had to get the, um, the LA uniform, like the crop top, the mom jeans and the forces like Mm -hmm. Air Force ones. Like I was literally like, Mm -hmm. I'm assimilating. Like I, (laughs) so anyways, I grew up in Michigan. I, I grew up in the United States, but I was born in Nigeria. I was born. When did you come here from Nigeria? I believe I was a year and a half, a year and a half. I was, yeah, I was a babe and I just grew up immersed in the Nigerian culture the the immigrant work hard mindset, um, money doesn't grow on trees, that whole fucking shtick. You have to work hard for every single thing you have. You have to work harder than um, the other white folks because we live in a country where there is racism. And from a very young age, I knew like I just needed to bust my ass. What an odd thing moving to a country (laughs) to live a better life and then to be told everybody here hates you and you have to work really hard. (laughs) I know. No, it was like this. You're like, mom, we could have just stayed. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's, it's such a crazy concept. So I just remember like growing up, just being very consciously aware that, and it's a really sad thing, you know, just feel like your innocence was just like, 
I mean, even though like I still had a really great childhood and things, I did encounter lots of racism and lots of shit that happened. And uh, being passed over. incredibly racist country. Yeah, it really is. My husband is is shocked all the time by it because he doesn't. Yeah, he grew up, he came here only four years ago from Sicily. He's like, I've never seen anything like this. Like all constantly. He's so confused all the time. Yeah. Little comments. He's also like how he's like, it should be illegal that like. Yeah. The Ku Klux Klan can have a rap. Like he's like those, he's like, that to me is just so it's like anti-human. He's yeah, like yeah. saying that you're free, like we have yeah. a free country, but that's so hateful. That just should go against yes. any morality. Yeah. He's always so he's Bless like, him. I love that he's so baffled. He's really <laughs> in like a really innocent, charming yes. way. Cause because oh. he grew up in Sicily, which is right above, you know, it's right above yeah. Africa. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. he like. Yeah, it's just a different. There's lots of immigrants that come over from North Africa. So many. He's like, all his best friends were like from Mauritius and Sudan. Yeah. So he's just like, we never, that was never a thing. Yeah. And I love that. I love that. But unfortunately it is what it is here. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, like I, I had a really good childhood, but I think just hard work, which is always ingrained in me. I got my bachelor's in social work because I thought I wanted to help the world and I still do, but I didn't realize I was signing up to be broke. And so... <laughs> do you see my face and you said social work? I went, mm. Mm. <laughs> The one job that should be paid. I know. An exorbitant amount of oh, money. Yeah, no. it's And it's honestly... It should be criminal. (laughs) I'm sure the social workers listening are going to like die, but it should be criminal to tell people who are going into the workforce, like, yeah, you're never going to make the kind of money that you deserve. So just get used to it and settle for the scraps. And then have a a wonderful morale to help people, (laughs) to help the people of our country. A wonderful morale. That is accurate. It's so accurate. And so I got, I thought I wanted to do business and I quickly, when I was in college and I quickly realized I was terrible at all algebra classes. Like I fucking fell asleep in all of my math classes. I was just such an embarrassment. Yeah. It's just boring. So my parents were like, you know what? You love to help people. My mom is a social worker. My dad is vice provost of global education at, um, yeah, super, super. They both work with so many people. people. Yeah. So they were like, how about you just follow the people route? So I embraced social work. I embraced the broke and I just, (laughs) (laughs) I did the noble thing. And then I went to grad school to get my master's degree because you know, bachelor's degree in this country doesn't really mean a whole lot anymore. I hate to say that, depending on the industry you're in. So I got my my master's degree in clinical social work because I was like, I want to do one-on-one therapy and I want to do group therapy and I want to do case management. I literally wanted to work with every population and just see like what I was really passionate and good at. So I worked with everyone underneath the sun. I got the experience in corporate and it was, I'm so happy that I did that because I was really able to learn without a whole lot of financial consequences. I was able to go from job to job. My rule was that if I was no longer happy at a job, I was just going to quit. And a lot of people don't operate like that in the Mm-mm. corporate world. It's very much about sustainability and you stay somewhere forever and ever. Amen. Until you fucking die. And totally. I just don't, I don't live my life that way. And so every two years or so, I would like, I would probably start to feel the burnout. And I'm like, you know what? Someone else is a better fit to be in this position because 
I just, I just think the people always deserve to work with somebody who totally. works out, you know? And so I did a lot of things. And then finally I decided, you know what, I really want to go into um, helping people on my own terms in a private practice setting. So I set up a brick and mortar therapy practice in a small so cool. city. It was so cool. Do you want to know what I paid for rent? You're going to gag. Like, literally it was so it was a so it was my office one it was like one room trash utilities all the things rent 375 and it was in the heart of the city and I just remember being like ah like this is good but I like I just remember like having that (laughs) mentality of like this is still a lot (laughs) like it's just really well it's all relative wherever you are it's always relative. Yes. And so I did that and I worked with ambitious women and I did work with men as well, but I worked with ambitious women. That was like my, my passion who were struggling with depression and anxiety. And I worked with entrepreneurs and I loved both. I loved it all, but I just was like, it was, it was just getting really, really taxing. And then I think during the pandemic, it got more apparent that I I needed to transition into coaching and consulting full time because as much as I love helping, I loved helping women, you know, really work through the source of the depression, the anxiety, PTSD, whatever it is. Like um, I was, a, I had my substance abuse counseling certification at the time. So oh, wow. I, yeah, I mean, I, I loved what I did, but the burnout was getting real. Women wear jewelry for a multitude of reasons to feel confident, stylish, unique, and powerful. And Tiny Lux believes that everyone should be able to enjoy that experience without any pain. However, in a recent poll by Birdie, 65% of responders said that earrings have caused them pain or discomfort. And by the way, I am part of that 65% because up until I found the right earrings, my ears were on fire every time I tried something on. That is why... Tiny Lux has spent the last three years making earrings that actually work for people with sensitive ears and metal allergies. What makes Tiny Lux different from other hypoallergenic jewelry is that all of the earrings are made with pure medical grade titanium, one of the only metals that does not react with the human body. Isn't that so cool? They have every earring style you could want. They have fabulous little huggies, which you know that I wear all the time. Lots of cute studs and also my other favorite, a chunky gold hoop. Plus all the jewelry is water resistant. So you just put this stuff on and you just wear it and you don't have to take it off and it's not going to hurt you. You can hop in the shower, you can go to the beach, you can go to the gym. You're not going to change color. You're not going to feel any pain. You just get to live your life. It's also extremely lightweight and very affordable. Tiny Locks just launched a virtual ear planning tool called the Ear Stacker, which is just the cutest idea ever. There's nothing else like this on the internet. It allows you to try on any earring you want in all the different combinations and see what the new earrings will look like before you buy them. The future of earrings is here. Build your perfectly curated ear with the Tiny Lux Ear Stacker. Visit tinylux.com to try out their new ear stacking cool and take 20% off with code BEST. That's www.tinylux.com. T-I-N-I-L-U-X dot com. Reminder, stack irresponsibly. 
Hi, it's your friend, Alexandra Potora. I don't know if you're ready for this, but if you are, take a listen to Backbone, Not Wishbone, a podcast about business, career, money, and of course, wellness, because what good is success if we're a bunch of fucking wrecks, right? I'm sharing the most granular and specific tips and tactics for success in business and achieving wellness. So come to Backbone, Not Wishbone, let's connect and let's succeed together. Well, it's also must be a lot to take on other, like you're dealing with like yeah. heavy, heavy shit from other humans all day long yeah. and to like wash yourself of that and go home at the end of the day is yes. impossible. Oh yeah. It, I think I, I think for a long time, I, I think I did super good with separating it to be quite honest. Like I had really, really good boundaries. Mm. And so after work, I literally, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but I would literally not think of my clients because yeah. I'd be right. like, I'm shutting the door for the day, but tomorrow's a new day. Like that's it. And so, but it, it honestly, when the pandemic started, that's when it was like every single, most of the clients on my caseload, of course, they're in crisis, you know, they're struggling. And that was a lot because everyone, it affected everyone in so many different ways. People were getting laid off. People were in fear and anxiety that they were going to be on the chopping block at their jobs. You know, people aren't able to leave the house. Their restaurants weren't opening. Oh. Um, uh, it was everything. It was honestly yeah. fucking hell, right? It was hell. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, you know what? I had been coaching and consulting on the side with entrepreneurs. So I was helping entrepreneurs with mindset stuff, which was different than the mental health therapy stuff. Because the difference was that the entrepreneurs I was working with, I my, my role was not to help them with the depression and the anxiety. My role was to really help them assimilate into working for yourself and really looking at the way in which the way you think affects the way that you feel, which affects the way that you perform. And so what are some of the struggles entrepreneurs have? It, you know, sales, (laughs) it's relevancy, it's recurring revenue, it's, you know, hiring and getting the right people in the positions. It's um, attaching your worth to how much money you're making. There's so much there that didn't involve. My husband attaches his worth to Mm -hmm. what he brings in. Like it, it's like, it's like a hole inside of his body. Mm, it's yeah. Like, a lot of people do that. I always say that on your Instagram. Yes. You say like, if you yes. just think, oh, I'm going to make X amount, then I'll be happy. Yes. And, and it doesn't fulfill you. Mm-mm. It's a, it's a black hole. So that's what I love. That's what I, and that I have truly found something that I know is super sustainable. I've helped hundreds probably thousands at this point, business owners like really work through um, a lot of their feelings of worthiness as attached to like what they produce in their business and just really learn healthy coping mechanisms to deal with like the daily stresses that entrepreneurship brings. And it's a fucking gift, man. It's a fucking gift. And that's where I am today. I coach and I consult full time and I help business owners just do the inner work. Stop avoiding the emotions. (laughs) Business ownership is fucking hard. (laughs) It's so funny because I always have, I have a lot of like doctors on the podcast or like holistic coaches. Yeah. Amanda Bacon from Moon Juice. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. And like, what's funny is that like the common denominator and even with like my functional medicine doctor, the common denominator of like the reason why all of us, I mean, obviously there's so many issues, but like one of the chronic reasons why we're all so sick is the stress that's building up in our body. And we all, we've never had a time 
like, it's so funny because my husband, even the other day, he's like, you know, I was talking, he was talking to his friend Tremaine about like their companies and like what they're doing and like whether they should do this or whether you do that. And David was like, what do you think? And I was like, I think we don't fucking know anything anymore because yeah. everything is new. Everything. We've never had this many entrepreneurs. All of Ever. everybody has a fucking business. Isn't it so true? And thank God for it. But like, we don't, we're like looking, it used to be that there was like four companies who would look to, you know what I mean? It was like Glossier and like a Warby Parker or whatever. And we had those people to look to. And now it's like, we have like, everyone has a brand and they're all doing really well, mm-hmm. but in completely different nuanced ways. And so there isn't a a roadmap for any of this. And we're, all and that in itself is fucking stressful. <laughs> that is fucking stressful because we're all like paving our own fucking way. And no, and a lot of people don't talk about how difficult creating and building a business that'll stand the test of time. No one really talks about that. I mean, you notice it. You've interviewed tons of people. It's always like the glamorous, the always the glamorous side. We did this many millions in sales. Always. You know, but they don't Here's talk my about New York Times profile. Here's my Wall Street Journal thing. <laughs> and that and honestly, I feel really bad for young girls now. Yeah. Because they feel like they need to be like Forbes 30 under 30 at like 25. And it's like, like those are the things that everybody's seeing and like measuring their success. And we're not realizing what a small percentage of the population that is. Yes. And yes, I 100% agree. I think that there's unrealistic standards of what it takes to really get to where you want to go. When really Mm -hmm. what it takes is you, you were enough the whole time. You know, you were enough the whole fucking time. You don't need any of those other accolades. You don't need to be New York Times bestseller. You mm-hmm. don't need to pretend to be somebody else on the gram in order to in order to sell whatever it is that you're selling. You get to just be you and your people will find you and that's enough. I love that. You know? And you obviously now are working a lot with couples, right? Yes, yes. So I, when I was in my therapy practice, I loved working with couples and doing couples therapy. But now that I'm in the coaching and consulting realm, something I'm noticing are couples who are creating and building a business together. That's a whole nother dynamic that Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't talk about. They don't talk about the fights they're having with their partner about like, you know, the, the money that's being made and where it's being allocated to. They're not talking about the different levels of energy. One of the couples has in building the business while the other one maybe is raising, you know, raising their kid and doesn't have that same amount of energy to give because women have traditionally been, you know, very much the, the primary caretakers of the child. That's just the way that it is. And so I think building a business with your partner is really hard. I think owning a business and having a partner is really hard because you got to you got to split your time. You can't just spend all your time in the business and then neglect the other person who has always been there for you. And so I am really I just introduced the couples work like probably about a month ago now in just really helping breadwinning women you know work through a lot of the shit that comes up when you own and run a business and you're expected to be a wife or a partner at the same time. Traditional period care is incredibly archaic and very outdated and definitely not eco-friendly. But if you want a period product that looks out for your body, your lifestyle, and the planet, you have to try Flex. Flex is innovating 
period care with products that are body safe, made for comfort and made to keep you moving. There's the flex disc, which is a one-time use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside of your body. One flex disc can be worn for 12 hours and holds as much as three super tampons. It's not a cup and it's way better than a tampon. It's unlike any other period product you've ever seen before. It's a disc with very comfortable edges that really just fits perfectly inside your body. And the crazy thing is you can wear it during sex. Literally, you can have mess-free period sex. I know, it's crazy. The Flex Disc also creates 60% less waste compared to pads and tampons. So yes, you can consider using Flex as an environmental good deed. And if you want to go zero waste and have the planet even love you more, Pick up the Flex Cup, a reusable menstrual cup that Cosmo rated number one. The patented pull tap makes Flex the only cup on the market that removes like a tampon. So it's easy and you already know how to use it. It's disability friendly and made with beginners in mind. It's velvety soft and completely body safe and lasts for years, which I just find incredible. There's no like rushing when you get your period to like get more products or have a bunch of stuff in your drawers or you just have your one product that you use. With helpful videos, in-depth diagrams, gifts, and Flexperts available to walk you through the entire process, you'll never go back to products from the past once you try Flex. Say goodbye to cramps, put sex back on the table, and lend Mother Nature a hand. Go to flexfits.com slash best and use code best for 20% off the Flex Disc Starter Kits or 10% off your first Flex Cup plus free U.S. shipping. That's code BEST, B-E-S-T, at flexfits.com, F-E-L-E-X, fits.com slash best. It's like, it's like you are speaking to me, but it's like it was all meant to be spoken to me. Oh my god! Oh my god! Wait, is this is this like is this is this a moment? Is this a moment? Like, do you feel seen? Well, there is this. Yes. yes. And, and, but what's sad is like my husband had the opportunity. Like, this is a weird dynamic where he he was like, I gave up a a, a very like you know Italy doesn't have a lot of high paying mm. jobs. Okay, right? so he was like, I in and especially in fashion, there's like you know obviously there's a lot of a, a lot of amazing like luxury men's brands, but it's really not that many, right? It's, it's like Piana and Brunello Cuccinelli and Zania and whatever. And so for him to have such a high paying job, it was such a good for him to give it up for me, mm. and then to go from. Mm him being like, I would have been able, he's like, we would have had a house, cars, gone on vacation. I would have had so many days off. Like like, we would have never worried about money. We would have a beautiful savings account. We would have all of this to then come here and start like backwards and like take on and then take on like my mom and like all of this. And then for, it's a lot because there are times where he'll be like, it's so hard for him. And he's like, we had a solution and you didn't want it. So there's a little bit, there's a little bit, it sounds like, and unless y'all have already worked through it, it sounds like there's a little bit of like resentment on from Well, there end. has to be because there has to be, right? there's no way, but he, but he never makes me feel like he's resenting me. That's amazing. We wake up every day laughing and hugging and kissing. Like we're so in love and so oh happy. And when we go to Italy, like he has a lot of aha moments where he's like, we're exactly where we're meant to be. Okay. Yeah. Yes. But I but do he, think mm-hmm. that there are moments where it's like, 
like he's like, oh, we need this. And I'm like, okay, like, let me figure out how to get it. Like, let me, you know, try to get another Instagram deal or let me try to right, like right, right. move money around here. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. dude, like, he's like, I just can't wait till I'm making enough money where it's not. Yeah, that's what it is. It's like the, the security. That's where he puts the value on the money. I see. That makes a lot of sense. And I love, first of all, you guys' love is like nauseatingly beautiful. Like, <laughs> I fucking love it. Um, I love each other. And- Oh my God. You guys we just are so keep saying cute. we love each other. I fucking <laughs> But love we fight that like crazy. Like But that's but that's I mean normal. That's that's marriage. That's relationships. Anyone who fucking says that it's not normal or healthy to argue or fight, like you're lying mm-hmm. because it's absolutely normal and healthy. It's just about the way you express your emotions. That's absolutely. really it. And what mm-hmm. you say, you know. Um, but yeah, I definitely I definitely think that when it comes to relationships and, you know, creating a business and a life for you and your partner, there's going to be the seasons where it's a little bit of resentment, but then there's like that feeling of, I know that what we're doing is the right thing. It just feels really difficult to get through this particular season, you know? Totally. And it just involves having a lot of patience and love and grit and just grit. knowing that the other side, yeah, I know. Just knowing that the other side, it gets fucking better. So what questions you got for me, Pia? What questions you got for me? Because you had said before we started recording that you wanted a little bit of coachy-coachy. <laughs> I guess I'm curious, like in those hard times, it's so it's so funny too because there are so many couples that I reference now where I'll, I'll you know, where David will be like, oh, like, look at them. Like, look where he is. And, and he, you know, part of his company just got, got bought out. And now he's the creative director for this company. And I'll always say like, I used to talk to his wife when they were like rubbing pennies together. And she was like, I don't know what the fuck we're going to do, but I'm just <laughs> trusting that this is going to work. And I'm like, I'm like, I've seen the other side of it. All you're seeing is the glory. Like you're not seeing the years that it was really hard for them. And so I guess it's like, as you're growing and there's, there's only so many times you could say that when your partner is getting upset. So like, I'm wondering like truly if mm. he's hitting like a roadblock, like how do I make him feel seen? Ah. Because I just want to be like, it's okay. We're fixing it. We're fixing it. And like, this is just temporary. And he's like, it's been three years. So it's like, I don't know how to make him feel seen without yeah. Me, I just want to like fix it and move on. I was just going to ask you like, what's your, what's your style when it comes to conflict? I'm very like, or- it'll be fine. Let's just figure it out. Like, keep going, keep going, keep going. Mm, this it's is like, really good. and so I'm not and, making and, him feel good. Oh, this is so good. Okay. So I have, okay. Are you open to some of the questions I have for you? This is going to be so good. Yes. Oh, fuck. Okay. So two Scorpios, my- yeah, two Scorpios, y'all. <laughs> y'all are seeing, like, we're so much, we're so much fucking fun. Wait, like, when is your birthday, by the way? November 17th. Okay. I'm the 12th. My best friend is the 17th. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm happy have to, birthday. Yes. Happy early birthday to you too. So my question is for you, how come you feel the need to want to fix it in the moment? What makes you want to go into solutions? What is it about that conversation that makes you feel a little bit like unsettled or wanting to go to the solution? I think I do feel responsible for him giving up his career Uh for me. Uh And then I also have kind of always grown up being like, we're just real. Oh, here it is. Okay. I feel like I innately have privilege and that I did have a life 
that like we are really lucky to like be in this house and to have cars and that we're healthy and we have everything. So when I, I when I when I feel any moment in any context of like complaining about things that are hard, I panic. Oh, this is so good. Because I just want to be like, just be grateful. mm, Because it sounds like, and you can, and this is like a conversation too. So feel free to tell me if I'm not interpreting things right. But from what you're saying, it sounds like it's really unsettling for you to sit in that feeling of, Okay. So you immediately want to go into like pacifying and kind of glossing over it because you don't, you, you feel bad for, you feel bad because you, you know, you've had a lot of privilege, you know, he had to shift and change a lot of things in order Mm -hmm. to come here. And so it's very uncomfortable to sit in that feeling of, I do have privilege. Mm-hmm. I do feel bad that he had to give up some things. So I think the biggest thing is honestly is working on your emotional response when he says that. Yeah, because I just like yes, you push it down right so hard. So I think one of the biggest things is number one, really looking at what is the story that you're telling yourself around why he's feeling the way that he is. Your story, it sounds like, is. I feel responsible that you chose this for us and for our family. That is that accurate? Yes. So acknowledging that story and keeping that in mind, I'm wondering whether there's an opportunity there for you to allow yourself, number one, what would it look like for you to allow yourself to sit in that feeling and acknowledge it? Not to say that it's correct, not to say that it's right, but what would it feel like to just sit with the discomfort? Yeah, I don't, I don't ever do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just love you. You're like, yeah, that's not a thing. <laughs> yeah, like my dad, when he died, I went to work exactly two weeks later. And then I didn't even take a day off when the baby came. Oh my God. So you're so used to full speed ahead. Next, next, next. next. Yeah, oh so- yeah. So my, I think the challenge is, so before I get to like solutions in terms of you and him, the work. Sounds like the, I got to do a lot of work. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, but it's a good thing because I think it's going to be really good practice for you to not bypass. Totally. Difficult emotions. So mm-hmm. the reason why you have that strong emotional response is what, from what it sounds like to him is because you haven't reckoned with your no, own emotional response. So. My, so here are some of my thoughts. I'm like half, this is like the consulting side. I do a lot of coaching in the way I talk about this, but I am very much solution focused as well in Mm -hmm. my approach. Do you need to change your diet? Here's a radical idea. What if instead of imposing restrictions and limits, you just nourished your body and gave it what it really needs? That's why we love Saqqara. They believe in giving you more of what's good for you. Sakara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. You know how much I love Sakara. Their organic, ready-to-eat meals are made with powerful plant-based ingredients, and they're designed to boost your energy, improve your digestion, and get your skin glowing. The menu changes all the time. It's incredible. I literally haven't had the same thing twice. It's chef-crafted and ready-to-eat, breakfast, lunches, and dinners, and you'll just never get bored and you'll always be satisfied. Along 
with delicious plant-rich meals, Sakara also offers some of my favorite wellness essentials like supplements, herbal teas, all to support your nutrition. And I really want you to try the transformative power of plants with their best-selling metabolism super powder. Made with organic raw cacao, it works to boost energy, eliminate bloating, minimize sugar cravings, and reduce fatigue. I just throw that little packet in my coffee in the morning. It is heaven. Scar has received rave reviews from Goop, Vogue, New York Times, and more. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash best or enter code best at checkout. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash best to get 20% off your first order. That's sakara.com slash best. So tell me how this feels. What would it feel like to just sit with that feeling, but know that it doesn't mean that it's the truth? Mm. Because I always share with my clients and anyone I work with Hmm. that your feelings are not the facts. (gasps) Just because you feel something doesn't make it true. Wow. So what is so cool to think? Isn't that so fucking cool? It takes that pressure because like, think about it. And the way our society is even has indoctrinated us. It's always been about your gut instinct and your emotions and follow your heart and follow your dreams. And all of that is great. But what I think it's contributed to is this culture of us feeling like our emotions are the absolute truth. In totally. All and they're not. That is so smart. Mm-hmm. So if you were to, what would it feel like to say, you know what? Here's what I'm noticing within myself is this discomfort and this anxiety of what does this mean about our lives if I'm the one that forced him to do this? But what would it feel like for you to sit in it knowing that it's not accurate, but you just want to validate your own emotions in that moment? You know that you're going to come out on the other side. You know that you're safe. Your relationship is safe. Your marriage is safe. Your family is safe. But what would it feel like to just know that it's safe for me to feel these emotions and also know that they're not the actual truth? Can I tell you that I've seen so many therapists in my life? And <laughs> I've never, but it's like, because you are continually asked, you're, you're also saying, which is amazing. Um, I don't want to speak for you. Is it okay if I, if I was okay, if I say this, like, you're acknowledging so much how I'm feeling without speaking and making sure you're not speaking for me and then giving me an active practice like immediately. That's literally my bread and butter. It's incredible because we, you know, the last, I was talking about it yesterday with my husband when I was telling him I was talking to you and the last therapist that we, that I was like, oh, here's this person I know in our town all he would do is let Davide talk. And I was, and the point was to give him tools. And I keep saying, you need tools in your toolbox. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you don't react so much. You can sit in it for a second. You can think about it because he gets very, you know, and, and I was like, and we were laughing. I was like, it's almost like a rich thing where it's like, you're just paying someone to fucking like, tell you what you want to hear to just, I was like, it's almost like all these rich people in our town, like no one listens to them and they're just paying this like hot guy, this like hot silver fox to just like vent, but he doesn't ever say anything. And I bet you also that's like the power and them being able to pay him and they don't actually want to really hear anything. So I was like, 
And Dominic's like, I want to hear things. And I was like, I think this man is conditioned to not really tell his clients anything because they don't want to hear it. You feel me? Like that's the, and that's what I love about coaching is that it's this back and forth conversation um, with people who just are really ready to move forward. Right. And so I focus more so on how do we move forward? How do we move forward while Which acknowledging what you feel right now? Yeah, yeah. That's what I love about it. So that's my, so I think that would be my first I'm like, si- I'm like literally picturing myself sitting in bed and him being like, this is really hard. And me being able to be like, this has been really hard. There we go. And just validating his experience without knowing that it doesn't mean that Pia fucked up. It doesn't. It also mean- is really nice to say that everything is still going to be safe. Yes. You're safe. Because a lot of the time, it's not just our thoughts, it's what we feel in our bodies. Totally. So when you really think about what happens in your body, whenever someone says something that makes you feel something negative, Mm. we constrict, we tighten, we feel scarcity and we don't like it. Mm. We don't like to feel that we're not in abundance all the time. Totally. So I also would wonder too, there's a, there's an opportunity here to see where toxic positivity is present. Probably lots of places around here. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But, and, and that's okay. It's just about acknowledging it and really starting to look at your behaviors and or your feelings with non-judgment. Is there anything that comes in between you and your happiness? You feel like you have been doing all the work yourself at home and it's just kind of not working? Well, that's why I want to tell you about BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Connect in a safe and private environment online. It is so convenient and you can start communicating with someone in as little as 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not a self-help line. It is actual professional counseling that is done securely and privately online. You can send a message to your counselor anytime and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. Also, you never have to leave your house or sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. I mean, think about it. You can just change a counselor so easily without having to get in your car, drive, sit in a waiting room, meet someone. This is just so convenient. Also, it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. The service is available for clients worldwide. So find the particular expertise you need online and don't limit yourself to the counselors located near you. There is a licensed professional counselor dedicated to you and your needs. I mean, literally specializing in every area, depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anything. Everything you share is confidential. It's convenient. It's professional. It's affordable. If you don't believe me, just go check out the testimonials posted daily on their website. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. I want you to start living a happier life today. So as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com Pia. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Pia. You know what goes hand in hand with that is this, also this weird feeling that I have all the time of like, okay, we're working so hard, we're working so hard, we're working so hard, we're working so hard. And then when, when 
like we went on a trip to Italy a couple of weeks ago and I, you know, I'd been working my ass off both of us and like saved up for this trip yeah. and like, couldn't believe that we could afford it. It That's was amazing. Like, incredible. And then I also noticed it triggered a lot of our friends that they were like, how the fuck did they afford that? Oh. And I was like, you always say how hard we work, but like, it's for money. So exactly. <laughs> you know exactly. I mean? It's not for yes. like, no. And, and then I get anxiety about actually being like, actually the hard work paying off gives me like, a lo- like, I'm like, it's all going to go away. It's all going to go away. It's all going to go away. It's the fear that it's not here to stay. That everything you're doing right now, like it's just for the moment. Right. Is that kind of the way it feels? I'm just like, I don't, I'm like, I'm too lucky. Like, and then I keep thinking other people are success. Like I keep thinking about Oprah being like, it's okay to be, Oprah always said like, don't feel guilty about being successful. That is what God has given you. And that's what you've worked for, right? So like lean into it. You don't have to feel. And so then there's this like guilt and this like, sh- and like, it's like, I'm like, yeah, I'm scared that it's like just a temper. Like we, how can we be so lucky? It's almost like you kind of self-consciously, it sounds like like punish yourself. Totally. For having so many opportunities that some people haven't had. So I think the work really starts within you. And then what that's going to do is it trickles onto Davide because you being able to hold space for him in those moments where he is just feeling really discouraged, you being able to say, you're right. It is super hard. It is really hard. I'm just going to sit in this with you. I'm not going to try to fix it. I'm just going to sit in this with you. While you know that number one, it's not always going to be this way. Number two, things get better, but it's really knowing that you are safe within your body, you're safe within your relationship, and it's safe to feel that emotion in that moment. Um, So the feelings aren't facts. I think it's going to be really huge. And then I think the other thought I have for you is what would it feel like to know and to acknowledge out loud with him at some point, whenever you feel like you're ready, like, Hey, because I think you have this belief that it's on you, that you guys, that he decided to start over in the U.S. And it's not. He also had a role to play. He made the decision. Ultimately, no one forced him to do that. He had a choice the whole time. And so, you know, he did. So I think within you, it's reconciling that as well. It's going back to that story of, okay, my story is that I'm the one that's the cause of all of this. But again, really being the detective with your own thoughts, really interrogating your own thought patterns. I like to say, put your thoughts on trial. Mm, I love that. Put, Put your thoughts on trial. What's actually true and what's the evidence for it? What's the evidence that you blew your life up to live in the States? Yeah, totally. What's the evidence for that? What's the evidence that it wasn't well thought out? You feel me? It's really easy to go into a lot of self-blame and it's a lot harder to kind of zoom out from that and acknowledge that both of you made an active decision and no one was forced to do anything that they didn't want to do. No, and that, no, no one was forced. I, I like, it's funny because I remember I one time, I'm like, Going back to like the one time that I was like, yeah, wait, you also were like, yes, you know? Yes. So I think that that's, I think it's twofold. I think it's Pia being okay with P 
Pia and the choices that Pia has made and feeling safe with discomfort, knowing that it doesn't mean that it's going to always be this way. It's just for the next five minutes, maybe the next 10, maybe the next 30. But having also a plan for how you shift for you, shifting out of that emotion, because I don't think it's going to be really helpful for you to sit in it for too long. Because then I think that triggers that feeling of what the fuck am I doing? Like, this is all going to fall apart, right? Mm -hmm. So you want to acknowledge it. You want to validate the way you feel. But you also want to do something that helps you feel safe again inside of your body. Yeah, because then I'm not going to spiral. Yeah, exactly. So maybe it's cuddling. um, You have a daughter, correct? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's cuddling your beautiful daughter, right? Or maybe it's going for a walk in the sunshine. But whatever that is, it's really creating this practice of creating safety within you first before you go to try to create safety for Davide. Okay. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Because it sounds like that's what's happening. It's like you wanting to make him feel safe, but maybe that's not the solution because it's Mm -mm. not working. No, He needs to learn those skills and tools for himself. But in the meantime, you get to model that for him. Like, hey, babe, Mm. feelings are not the facts. We can feel uncomfortable. We can feel frustrated. But here's how we get to talk to each other about this. So maybe sharing with him, hey, when you phrase things this way, here is my immediate emotional response. Mm. So in the future, if you could phrase it and just say, you know what, this has been really hard starting over here in the States. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm. you get what I'm saying rather than I wish that I wouldn't have because when he says that even though that's how he's feeling that's not actually accurate no it's not and then it's like a trigger and then there we go and then I'm like we're fine we're fine we're fine fine." and then you want to shut it down Uh so it's like teaching him how to communicate with you yes teaching him how to communicate because what he actually means is that He just wants you to listen to how frustrated he is. He's not actually blaming you. No, he just wants me to hear how frustrated he is. He just wants you to hear. So you get to hold that space for him. My next question, which I'm sure you get all the time, (laughs) and it it barely happens with us, but it happens and it's totally an accident. So he goes to his store every day. He has a beautiful store in Pasadena. And he's running every aspect of his brand by himself. He's there's wow. only one, there's only one person. It's just him. Wow. So he's like unpacking boxes. He's doing inventory. Yes. He's sending things to wholesale. Yeah, he's okay. designing. He's running the social. He's doing talking to his CPA. He's doing production. Okay. Like it's so like the poor guy this morning had like one of our cars needed to be serviced and I was supposed to do it, but the baby was still sleeping. So he did it. So he had to take his call with Italy, like Mm. on the couch here because he couldn't disrupt it. it And then he was like late to get to the store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. And not just him. And then I'm here and I run LPA, which is my clothing brand. And then I do Baranchini Import & Co. And then I do all my stuff and then the podcast and then the baby and then the dogs and then my mom Mm -hmm. are here. And I run all those businesses, you know, whatever. And then my, and then the house stuff, like I like pay all the bills. I do all of that. Got it. Okay. Our taxes and everything. I'm capable of doing all of it. I can multitask. Like, yeah, yeah, of course. I, I don't know how to be like, that's just always, I don't think that's healthy, but that's (laughs) how I operate. I always tell people like, don't act like me because I don't, (laughs) I don't think it's healthy to be as busy as I am. And I'm not, I don't want to like busy brag, but that's. No, I I love that. Yeah. So that's just context. So then there are times where he'll be like, I can't do this. Like my day was really hard mm-hmm. and, I, and I'll be like, do, do you mm-hmm. have any idea like what I did today? 
And I'm sure so many couples do. I've always, like, I've seen that since the dawn of time. So like, how does someone, and I feel like this is so helpful for our listeners. Like, how does someone say, like, I think when anyone in a, in a couple, when one person says like, today was, was so hard for me when that person didn't have a chance for them to say how hard their day was. It almost Mm. seems like it it was hard competition. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like what, what's like a healthy way to navigate through those conversations and to acknowledge each other? Yes. So I would say number one, um, here's some of my thoughts. One of my thoughts is to create a, um, both of you guys agree on it. Talk about it when you guys are both feeling like in great moods, Mm. (laughs) but really so that's the first thing you want to make sure, because that's part of the emotional intelligence work that I do with my clients is learning the right time to say things. The right time to say something like that probably wouldn't be when they first get home from work or 30 minutes after, because why they don't give a fuck. Their, mm. their inhibitions are lower, their stress levels, they're still coming down their cortisol levels. Okay. Yeah. Got to be dropped. They got to get back acclimated to being at home because that's a different part of his brain. Right. And so number one, it could be really healthy for you guys to have a routine of like, you guys just be, talk about other things, give each other space when the other person gets home, let him like, you know, like, I'm just like throwing something out there. Like if the routine is he decompresses for about 30 minutes, he gets to do that. Totally. He gets to have a moment to just reacclimate his brain too. Cause that's hard. Yeah, it's cute. I find him doing that by himself sometimes too. Bless him. Well, because it's very talent. Like he'll make like a little aperitivo, and I'll like be, I'll like finish what I'm doing, and I'll go downstairs, and he'll be like outside smoking a cigar, just like looking up at the sky with like his little salami. That's fucking. That's so fucking cute. I would say so. Create a routine. So I should make that more of a routine, almost. Yes. Maybe it would be nice if I had that waiting for him when he got home. Yes. Yes, that's going to help. So creating a routine and then creating expectations when you guys talk about your day. You have to give the other person the opportunity to express the way they feel and validate how they feel. So whenever we listen to respond, that's when those types of conversations happen where it's like the hard competition. Oh, I had such a real, I had such a hard day. What's happening within you? What's the trigger? for you that causes for you to respond with, well, fuck, I mean, my day was hard too. What are you trying to say? Right? So pay attention to those emotional triggers that come up. But I think the biggest thing is we let each other express how we feel. Give each other like a time limit for like maybe for like five minutes they or 10 minutes. They get to like, bitch. <laughs> And you just get to support and you get to acknowledge, but then it needs to be an equal energy exchange. Equal energy exchange. That's why people start to feel very um, irritated by the other person because neither one of you are really allowing for the other person to fully express how they're feeling because you're already moving on to something else. Equal energy exchange. So, so yes. Yeah, so look at it as, okay. I love that. Yeah. I even do that with my friendships. I really try hard to, I'm not perfect, but I have a friend where, you know, if I need like emotional support with some shit that's going on in business, I will like do that. But you know what I'll do after I feel better? I'll say, you know what? Now it's your turn. I want to provide that for you. Because in so often in our relationships, we don't do that. We take it for granted. We move on to the next thing. But people, one of the biggest things is that people want to feel seen. 
they want to feel heard. They want to feel acknowledged. They want to know that what they say, what they think, it matters. We just had a conversation about this 10 minutes before we got, isn't it nice how like life does these little, yeah, my best friend came over with her and my daughter was here awake and it was my mom and the three of us were hanging out and I can't remember what it was, but we were talking, I was talking about how I respond to my daughter and I was like, oh, instead of saying you're okay and not like, oh, are it's like saying like, you didn't expect that to happen. There we go. And then it's making her feel, and my mom was like, because the most important thing is making a kid feel seen. And then she told a story of this kid <laughs> who spoke at his dad's funeral last week. And he said, the one thing I remember about my dad is I was going to baseball tryouts. Uh-huh. And I walked up and there was like a hundred kids trying out for all the different baseball teams. And I looked at my dad, I said, I'm too, it makes me emotional. Then I was, t- I'm too scared. I don't know if I can do this, dad. And, it, and, and we were saying most like, strong energy parents would say to their kid, no, go out there and do it. You need to try your best. Like life, you know, you get out there and do it, which is what my dad would have done. And instead he said, whatever choice, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. And whatever choice you make, I back you a hundred percent. And it made the kid feel seen. Yeah. And it, on his own, he chose to yes. try out for baseball and he played baseball for 13 years. Oh my God. That is so cute. But that's, that's what matters is letting the other person know that your heart is different from my heart Mm -hmm. and we don't get to invalidate each other's hearts. Your heart is different from my heart. Isn't that, I know. You're so many good little one-liners that if I was like a corny Midwestern mom, I'd wear (laughs) on like, I'd put them on like, I would like print them on the things and frame them and put them all over my house. Your heart is not my heart, like framed in my kitchen. Would be so- <laughs> Can you imagine? Instead of the fucking proverbial, like, live, laugh, Instead love. of blessed. God, uh, <laughs> the, a family that prays together stays together. No, it should be a family that says, like, your heart is not my heart, or like, your feelings aren't facts, are actually the things that should be up in family homes. <laughs> I would agree. I would fucking agree. <laughs> I'm so glad you found that helpful. I see a new business opportunity. <laughs> oh my God. I think so too. I think so too. Especially, oh, I, I don't want to get people pissed off, but um, I was going to, I was thinking about the, I know once upon a time there was a network marketing and I don't have a problem with network marketing, but there was a network marketing company that had these um, wooden boards. It was like the boards that you could like, like you would hang up in your home that says live, laugh, love. Like yeah, yeah, there yeah. was a company where you could, they did like at home parties where you could make one of those things. I just remember being like, these fucking quotes need rehab. I mean, like, this is just pitiful. We have got to change it up. Something more modern that's meaningful. Oh my God. Feelings aren't facts. I'm telling you, you got to have that tattooed on your wrist. Because ultimately, now that I'm thinking about it, if you are in a house where it just says blessed, thankful, blessed, (laughs) thankful everywhere, There's not a little kid that's going to be like, I don't feel blessed today. (laughs) I'm going to end it on that note. (laughs) Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you. I hope that this, uh, I hope that this interview was helpful. You're getting an email from me in four minutes, setting up a 
a professional session, my friend. Dude, my my stomach hurts. You fucking kill me. I, I swear to God, all we would do is laugh, but it would be, it would be so good. It, it would, would be, be so, so good. good. Oh well, thank you so much. I feel like we should do, I feel like next time we're going to get, I want you to come back on again and we're going to get audience questions. Oh, yes. Let's do, let's do it. Follow me on IG, y'all, at Topsy Vanabash. It'll it's be in the show notes. Of, yes, absolutely. Thank you. Bye. Bye. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes this week's episode of Everything is the Best. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe leave a comment. But remember, shitty comments are for shitty people. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Pia Barangini. And I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Love you. Ciao.